0: No disclosure. No right to Get Hello kids nightmare. and welcome back to the No Disclosure Podcast. Yes, it's been a week already, damn it. That went by fast. Hi guys, how's it going? <laughs> Thank you for joining us back on the No Disclosure Podcast. And, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Prevail Guitar Works. Anchor and Distro Kid. this podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and based, like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, stupid squeaky chair, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while, so let's get into it, do what we do best, and have a little fun. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind Which I've apparently fucking lost And let's begin Wow That was the best intro ever People are going to be like, wow, this guy's got his shit together So anyway, <laughs> it's nice to be back I think the kind of week I've fucking had Let's just get right onto them articles hmm. Let's just do this thing I need a little bit of humor in my life, you know. what You know what I mean? You no, know I' saying. But uh, this is from VT. I wouldn't say as humorous or no disclosure, but still something that um, really hits me in the in the old hub, uh, you know, heart hearticles and the old uh, heart testes. You know, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy because it involves one of my favorite peeps, Val Kilmer, was able to talk in the latest Top Gun movie, which I haven't seen yet. Uh, thanks to AI, following throat cancer battle, pretty cool. It's still relevant to me because I haven't seen the fucking movie yet. And if you have, just bask in my voice <laughs> until I get to an article that you haven't heard about. But you know, I think this—I still think this is interesting. Even if you saw the movie, you probably didn't know this anyway, right? Val Kilmer delighted fans when he made an unexpected but heartening appearance in Top Gun: Maverick. 62-year-old actor reunited with his former co-star Tom Cruise in the movie more than 20 years. After the pair start along each, you know, each other in the '86 original, Top Gun, In the first movie, yeah, we already we know this. <laughs> okay, now in the sequel, movie theater audience were uh, members were delighted to see Kilmer back as the Iceman, this time as an admiral calling on Maverick to rejoin the Top Gun program. However, after going public with his throat cancer diagnosis in 2017 and subsequently losing. Almost all of his ability to speak. After undergoing a tracheotomy, fans were interested to see how Kilmer's dialogue would be achieved. Well, as reported by People, Kilmer had the help from state-of-the-art AI. The technology was developed by a company called Synatic, with CEO John Flynn revealing in a 2021 blog post that different algorithms were able to generate more than 40 different voice models for Kilmer, one with the actor being bestowed best, highest quality, most expressive one. From the beginning, our aim was to make a voice model that Val would be proud of. So that's cool. Apparently, it actually sounds like him. That's awesome. It's his own voice. Uh, Wow, that's pretty cool. He says, uh, we all have the capacity to be creative. We're all driven to share our deepest dreams and ideas with the world. When we think of the most talented and creative people, they speak to us in a unique way. A phrase we often hear is having a creative voice. But I was struck by throat cancer. After getting treated, my voice as I knew it was taken from me. People around me struggle to understand what I'm saying, but despite all that I still feel, I'm the same person, still the same creative soul, still the same wild guy, a soul that dreams, ideas, and stories confidently, but now I can express myself again, bring these ideas to you, and show you that this part so- this part of myself once more, a part that was never truly gone, just kind of hiding. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, similar voice technology, actually, is currently being used in the Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's, uh, it's, it's to assist James Earl Jones, Darth Vader dialogue, which is awesome. I don't know why James Earl Jones needs any kind of assistance. Is he suffering from some kind of health thing? Because <clears throat> I was thinking the whole time, just get James Earl Jones back in there. But apparently they're using AI to kind of aid his performance. What what's going on with James Earl Jones? There better not be anything fucking wrong with James Earl Jones, because if there is, I am leaving this planet. <laughs> but Val Kilmer, that's great. I mean, uh, yeah, that's cool. He's got some fucking balls, man. You know, my heck goes off to Val Kilmer big time, because <clears throat> two two reasons, and I'm not I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun. I actually think this is really badass. The first reason is he was able to rock the shit out of that tracheotomy more than I've ever seen anybody rock a tracheotomy. You know what I mean? He uh hangs these scarves and do-rags and, you know, uh, bandanas on his neck, but he does it in a way that just looks fucking cool. It's like, ah, there's Val, you know? <laughs> he found a way to, like... uh Rock with it, you know, and dress a certain way, and and, and still look cool, you know, with the tracheotomy. It, uh, he just he partied with it, and which was cool. I have a lot of respect for that, and the fact that the guy's still fucking acting—that is insane. Most people, you know, would just kind of consider this okay. This is the end of my career. Val Kilmer's like, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> that's awesome, and uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for that Guy's still working. You know, that's amazing. This is from news.artnet.com. A man broke into the Dallas Museum of Art and smashed an ancient Greek artifact. Oh, artifacts, plural. Because he was mad at his girl. Damage worth about $5 million. Wow. The Dallas Museum of Art is assessing the damage to several ancient objects after a man reportedly broke into the museum on Wednesday night and fucking smashed them because he was mad at his girlfriend. The subject had been identified as 21-year-old Brian Hernandez, who's broke in at about 10 p.m. because he told authorities he was mad at his girl. So what, you go smash up fucking history because he's mad at your girl? Oh, my God. Smash her shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't smash fucking mankind shit. Go home and smash her shit. A representative for the Dallas Police Department confirmed to Artnet that officers responded to a burglary in progress at the museum and that the subject damaged several ancient fucking artifacts. Hernandez left the museum and was located, taken into custody. (laughs) Jeez. Three ancient Greek artifacts dating to the 5th and 6th centuries were badly damaged. They've survived this long, and just because of some pissed off little fucking, you know, because of some fucking pussy you couldn't deal with it like a man, these uh pieces that have lasted this long. I mean, think about that. How long these things have been on this earth untouched, and then some fucking asshole comes along and breaks them. You know what I mean? It's stupid. He broke into the institution. He struck a glass door with a steel chair. The items are insured. I know, but that, that doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? They have a value of a million or more. But the actual cost of the destruction will not be known until after an official damage assessment. Other reports put the estimated uh, estimated at that you know what? That's a word now. Because if I make it a word, I didn't make a mistake. The estimated is over five million, possibly. That's fucking crazy. Damaged items included a Greek bowl from the sixth goddamn century featuring vignettes of Heracles. Grapping with the Nemean lion, a red figure pyxis or cylindrical container with a lid from the 5th century, ceramic amphora from the 6th century, and a ceramic container by contemporary Native American artist Artega. Uh, wow. And this is right after someone smeared cake all over the Mona Lisa. Okay, is there something that we could do in our museums here? Because apparently, I know humans have always been humans, right? Someone tried to burn the Shroud of Turin. God knows, how long ago was that? like fucking centuries ago, humans will always be humans. We burned down the library of fucking Alexandria. No, not me personally, but this fucking race that I represent, you know, this human beings, we had all the source of knowledge on the planet and fucking burned it down and, you know, uh, just stopped fucking funding it, right? Because, you know, who needs the library of fucking Alexandria, right? Humans will always be humans, but uh, it just seems like humans are becoming a lot more just unhinged because I, I just, how long have these artifacts been around? And they get destroyed right now because of some dick who's pissed off at his lady. And that's where you go? That's where your brain goes to? My wife fucking mean to me. My girlfriend cheated on me, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go smash fucking Greek artifacts that were made in the 5th century. Who thinks a shit like that? What a dumbass. Maybe we need to institute something. You know, as far from here on out, I think museums, you need to fill out forms before you go. Uh, seriously, I'm not joking. I think that you need to pass a psychological assessment before you go into a fucking museum. Seriously, it should be like that now. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's sad, but it needs to happen. Okay? This is from lifescience.com. Penis graffiti. <laughs> I will read anything. Didn't I tell you? Huh? I made this a thing on No Disclosure, remember? If your article heading contains the word penis, I will read it. You want to get famous, huh? You want your 15 minutes? Do something involving penis and land yourself on the news. I will read it. I don't care what it is. Penis graffiti, an explicit insult carved into an ancient stone. God, you guys. What the fu- <laughs> What the fuck, human race? What is wrong with you? Carved into an ancient stone, raises eyebrows at a Roman fort. Oh, it's a Roman. Okay, never mind. Romans would have totally been cool with that. Romans put penises on everything. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't consider it defacing, really. I mean, uh, yeah, Romans, they might have (laughs) just... They probably wouldn't have given a shit. Archaeologists in the UK recently had their eyebrows raised... raised, uh, I can't talk. Archaeologists in the UK recently had their eyebrows raised... When they discovered an X-rated carving on a stone at a Roman fort, (laughs) the graffiti features a crude penis. Uh, That's pretty... uh, Considering that it's rock, that's not bad. It's not a bad dick. Accompanied by a phrase (laughs) that experts say translates to... What? (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. The graffiti features a crude penis accompanied by a phrase that experts say translates to... The shitter... (laughs) Next to someone's name. And it seems to have been etched out by a Roman soldier to insult a comrade. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This wasn't defaced after the fact. See, I told you. (laughs) I thought someone came around and defaced this uh, ancient Roman stone that someone came behind and carved a a penis on it. And then I made the joke. (laughs) I love it when shit works out. I told the joke that the Romans wouldn't have given a shit. They put penises on everything. And it turns out that this actually was carved by the fucking Romans. The penis was intentional. (laughs) See? I told you. I told you. Uh, And it also has the words the shitter next to it, next to somebody's name. And it was etched out by a Roman soldier to insult a fellow comrade. The stone, this is awesome, which is 16 inches wide and 6 inches tall. (laughs) Was uncovered May 19th at Velalalalanda, the ruins of a Roman fort just south of Hadrian's Wall. Hadrian? Okay, never been there. Forgive me, okay? A fortified structure that served as the northern frontier of the Roman Empire, built across England to defend Roman British against the unconquered Picts of Caledonia made up of modern-day Scots and some of northern England. The archaeologist thinks the graffiti was carved into the stone sometime during the 3rd century AD. Volunteer archaeologist Dylan Herbert, a retired biochemist from Wales, unearthed the stone during his second week at the excavation site. I totally thought that this was, like, carved by somebody and fucked up and defaced, but I love that. I love how things come together. When I make a joke that actually ends up being true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that the <laughs> that it was the Romans themselves that carved the dick. See, yeah. I'm not telling you to go out and deface Roman statues. I'm not. You know, don't go out and carve Secundius Cacor, okay, which means the shitter. Uh, well, you know, Secondinius the shitter. That's the guy's name. Don't go carve that in a massive dong into ancient Roman rocks. Don't say because you know. Don't bring that shit back to me. I did not tell you to do that. Okay. I'm just saying. If someone had done that, you know you're going to get fucking arrested, number one. But number two, I'm just saying, Romans would have totally not given a shit. Matter of fact, they probably would have been pissed that you stole that idea and they didn't get to. This is from USA Today. Three abortion activists stripped to their underwear in protest during Joel Osteen's church service. (laughs) You don't see that happen in church. (laughs) Damn, the only time I didn't go to Joel Osteen's church, huh? Three abortion activists stripped down to their underwear and protest to interrupt the Sunday service at Pastor Joel Austin's Texas mega church. After Austin had finished leading a prayer and congregants to begin to sit down, the women stood up. Yes, it was women. Cool. And began chanting, My body, my fucking choice. In church? In Joel Austin's. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) Two of the women removed their dresses, with one shouting, Overturn row, hell no. Video footage of the protest. Fuck yes. See? There's video footage. Yay! <laughs> I want to... Oh my god. Whoa. She just went for it. <laughs> uh, don't have the kitties around. But you gotta see this. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, she just... Uh, yep. Yeah, off comes the clothes. Huh. Kind of enjoying this. They're pretty good looking ladies too. Yay, free show. And this was at Joel Austin's church. Fuck, man. How did Austin react to this? (laughs) This this, this is not normal. I I am enjoying it. Uh, Their security is escorting them out. That is awesome. Wow. That is a protest. (laughs) The activists, a trio from Texas Rise Up for Abortion Rights were wearing white sports bras with green handprints on them to symbolize the color representing the pro-choice movement. Security promptly escorted the three out of the church as many congregants began to cheer at their dismissal. Uh. The women said they opted to protest in Austin's megachurch. It draws up to 50,000 people regularly, arguing that anti-abortion protesters show up in their safe places, doctors' offices, clinics, to make them feel uncomfortable. Well, you know what? It's not your fucking safe place. Okay. Nowhere is your safe place. I want you to, I want to make that sparkling fucking clear. Whether you believe in abortion or not, you think the way you want to think. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't give a shit. But, okay. If you want my opinion on it, I'm not going to tell you because no disclosure is not the place for that. I'm here to provide entertainment and humor for everybody in times that are fucking dark and terrible. You know what I mean? That's my job. I'm not going to tell you what my opinion is on abortion. Yeah, I got one. I definitely have one. I'm directly affected by it. And I'm not going to tell you why either. (laughs) And I've had to live with that my whole life. I'm directly affected by it. And I have my opinions. But uh, you thinking that you have a place where other human beings cannot enter? No, that's fucking wrong. Uh, Because (laughs) you have no safe place. We all share this planet together and you're going to have to fucking deal with the other side of the argument. I think that's what's wrong with shit now is that people they they just completely ignore the other end of the argument. They ignore it. They think they can shelter and shield themselves from it. To where you have three women that are taking to taking their clothes off in the middle of a mega church service. You know? <clears throat> It's crazy. Am I saying what they were doing was right? Am I saying what they were doing was cool? Am I saying what they were doing was a correct way to protest? I'm not saying that. I am saying that that's what it's come to for them. You know what I mean? That's the position that they felt like that they were put in because they feel like that they have no voice in this matter. It's really fucked up how people are not able to express differing opinions anymore. You know what I mean? people need to say well they entered my bubble you don't have no fucking bubble you share this planet with billions of people quit being a pussy you know that, that's just how it is i seems it it seems outrageous to do it in a church in a space like this you know obviously the people who are enforcing these laws have no qualms coming up to women in private spaces right such as doctors offices medical clinics to harass them and call them murderers and shit and when it's flipped on you you don't like it do you i'm just saying there's a double standard here It's fucked up. It really is. Those women are fucking good-looking, though. I'm glad it wasn't like, you know, three trucker dudes. (laughs) So anyway. KFC Australia is forced to swap lettuce for cabbage. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I'm... uh, a cabbage is fine. Oh, if you hear air conditioners and shit kick on, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I know I'm trying to be you know as professional as possible and make no disclosure sound as good as possible, but it's hot as balls in here, so you're just going to have to, you know, deal with it. I do this podcast out of the home, you know. I can only cut so much, and I don't want to have the rest of the family sitting in the other room baking, you know, just for this stupid shit. So if you hear ACs kicking on, just don't think anything of it. I'll try to mix it out. But this is weird. Fast food giant KFC has been forced to put cabbage in its burgers and wraps in Australia as the country is struggling with a shortage of lettuce. Oh, man, things have come to this, to where KFC has to make gross shit now. Nothing against cabbage, but that doesn't work, okay? The firm told customers it's using a mixture of lettuce and kababababbage after floods destroyed lettuce crops. Oh, that sucks. It comes as shoppers in Australia have been hit with soaring prices for some fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah, social media users have posted photos of lettuce costing over $10. Shit, that's three times what it costs. Holy cow. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, KFC. But yeah, ah, uh, God. Uh, I know there's not a lot of alternatives, but cabbage? Yeah, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. McDonald's, you know, that same, uh, uh, so fucking phlegmy today. They, chef, they suffered a shortage of chips in some of its Asian outlets. You know, the ones in Japan, Singapore, a lot of them are having issues. And when I say chips, I'm talking fries. Like countries around the world, Australia's been hit by food supply chain issues. And a lot of this is caused by the shit in Ukraine. The pandemic, too, but mostly the shit in Ukraine. The highest rate of inflation we've seen in 40 years. And they're having the same kind of problems. The cost of borrowing is going up. Federal Reserve banks increase the interest rates by half a percentage. It's fucking crazy. Things are nuts right now. Nuts. Uh, to where it's fucking with KFC. We got to do something about this shit, okay? Now it's starting to mess with KFC. Because the people that are going out and the things that, you know, they are using to make their lives, it's a little bit more tolerable and nice going out and getting your fucking KFC. Now that's starting to get shitty too. So not only got to deal with your shitty ass life and things really going to hell, Uh, because of fucking Putin's decisions and other things. There are other things, okay? But a lot of it has to do with Putin's psychotic ass. Now you get to go with KFC and then your release, you know, your one thing that you're like, yeah, I get to treat myself a little bit. Now that tastes like ass. So everything in your life sucks now. This is from Daily News. (laughs) Arrested, see, another one. See, I told you, it's a guarantee. Arrested Arizona penis man claims that there are more penis men like him. Which is true. Dustin Schomer, this really... <laughs> That's a hell of a mugshot there, buddy. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that he looks like a guy who would be arrested for jumping up on a table in a public place and declaring himself the penis man. Yeah, he does. Many believe that the infamous penis man, graffiti artist, who tad... <laughs> I'm a fucking child. I can't say the word penis without li- without giggling, really. The infamous penis man, graffiti artist, who, t- <laughs> Sorry. who tagged dozens of spots in Arizona, was brought to heavy-handed justice by the Tempe police on Thursday, but containing the spirit of penis man will be much harder than anyone else would have expected. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, Tempe police. He's right. I myself am a penis man. He's probably crazy, but I'm telling you, he's right. He said they raided my condo and vehicle and swarmed my entire complex in West Phoenix. 25 heavily armed SWAT officers pointed an assault rifle in my face. And he warned cops that there are other penis men. 16 counts of aggravated criminal damage, eight counts of criminal damage, one count of criminal trespassing. That doesn't matter, kids. Okay. Is he the penis man? No, he's not the original hundreds of copycats possibly thousands with very distinctly different handwriting you know but we're not all going to be as dumb and write the words penis man so people can trace our handwriting no the other penis men are a little smarter he's not the original okay he does not represent all the penis men but cops i'm telling you he is right it's uh spray painting penises on public things drawing penises on public things that's not a prank it's not a goof it's not anything like that. This is an ancient tradition. <laughs> We're carrying on something that was started a long time ago, right? We're talking near the birth of Christ here. This is a time-honored tradition. It is, in fact, an art. And you, uh, you guys just, uh, you've been trying to shut us down for centuries, okay? For centuries. Drawing penises on things is what we do. That's a way of life. It's not a thing. It is a way of life. Uh. Yeah, did the guy deserve to be arrested? Yeah, yeah, because he got caught. That's how the penis men work. I, as a penis man myself, I have drawn many penises on public things. I don't get caught. <clears throat> I haven't been caught. And when I do get caught, if I do ever, if I get charged with something or the you know police, well, whatever, then I'll tell them the same thing. You'll never catch all the penis men. Never going to happen, ever. We are legion. (laughs) We are everywhere. We are many, but we are one. So one of our brethren fell, guys. Fellow penis men, one of ours has fallen. So I want this to be a reminder to you that our mission, what we've decided to do in life, I want this to remind you that this is not an easy thing. But uh, with great power comes great responsibility, you know? If you have uh, practiced enough and gotten to where you can carve a hell of a penis on something, regardless of the medium, just whatever you have in your hand, and do it in under five seconds to get the fuck out of there, like I said, with great power comes great responsibility. We need to carry on Penis Man's Legacy (laughs) For the Romans! <laughs> That's what I should say. <laughs> Draw a big dick on the side of the Paducah Public Library and under it write, FULL Rome." Anyway, this is from Car Scoops. I'm gonna get in trouble for that. Two speed bumps placed too close to each other sends cars fucking flying. That's awesome. <laughs> Regardless of whether you call them speed bumps or speed humps. People call them speed humps? No, they don't. You just said that shit to do a word count. That's it. Is what is that an English thing? Since they say everything weird. No one calls them speed humps. We can all agree that they can be an annoyance, but in a lot of areas are necessary to slow down traffic and minimize speeding. They have they have a purpose, right? However, placing two of them in tandem doesn't really work out. The eleven foot eight bridge, which probably comes to mind for you when you think of engineering, this brilliant. Is perhaps the most famous road obstacle that has gone viral in recent years, but a new YouTube channel we'd recently stumbled across, dubbed Speed Bump Olympics, might give that famous bridge a run for its money. I love the live webcam. It's almost a guarantee. If you watch it long enough, the 11 foot 8 bridge, you will see someone crash into it. I mean, it's almost a guarantee. But apparently there's something else, too. (laughs) I was only on it for like an hour the last time, and I saw somebody fucking crash into it. It was beautiful. I saw it live. For roughly a month, the owner of the channel has been sharing videos of vehicles speeding across these two speed bumps located directly in front of their house. We have no idea why someone thought it would be a good idea to place two large speed bumps so close together. However, it makes for some interesting footage as these cars go straight up airborne. Many drivers approach the first speed bump with far too much speed, likely thinking they can get over it without slowing down. Then they're confronted with a second speed bump. He goes, it pops up and goes, Hey guys! That sends many of them bouncing into the air. All kinds of drivers and vehicles can be seen getting caught out by the speed bumps, including a police officer driving a Ford Explorer, or you would think would be aware of the dual speed bumps if they frequently patrol the fucking area. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't link cops and intelligence together. I don't. uh, Fuck all of you. (laughs) <laughs> the cars featured in the clip Suffer all kinds of bumps and scrapes Some scratch their under trays along with the speed bumps Sending sparks flying Others bounce up and down Causing damage to the front and rear bumpers Remarkably, the individual behind the YouTube channel Says he lives opposite the speed bumps for 11 years And that never actually, he's never seen a crash caused by them Well, it's the first time for everything, Oh boy Now that you said it, it's probably going to happen what my favorite thing is, is I'm watching some of the footage right now, and some of the sparks that fly from under these people's cars are setting off car alarms of other cars parked on the side of the road. It's fucking, it's beautiful. It's like watching Benny Hill if it was just all cars. This is great. You need to put it to the Benny Hill uh, soundtrack. But that's why, you know, I picked that article, because I thought it was really cool. It's like we, uh, we're sending people to space, recreationally, Right. We have robots that can do heart surgery. You dig? We can do amazing things, but humans are still humans. And I love that. It's so deeply humbling to know that of all our technological prowess, of all our engineering prowess, of everything that human beings have ever accomplished and continue to accomplish, they we're still going to fucking forget that speed bumps placed too close together are going to launch cars into the air. It is. It's just It's kind of humbling, you know? It's like if, uh, you know, the sun goes dwarf, which it will. The sun goes dwarf. You know, the sun runs out of fuel. It's going to expand, you know, multiple times its size. It's going to swallow fucking Mercury, Venus, Earth, possibly even Mars during, you know, the sun's final death throes. It's going to swell and then shrink again. It's going to go ballistic when it runs out of its fuel, you know. It's not, It's not. it doesn't have enough mass to become a supernova. So it's just going to grow and swallow fucking three or four planets, so, you know, we're going to either not get to that, we'll be extinct by then, or we'll find out a way, you know, to have left Earth. And I just had this cool vision in my head that <laughs> thousands of years in the future, you know, we're living on other planets, we're having space stations in between galaxies, you know, kind of like rest stops in between cities here, right? And uh, you eat the soup at one of these rest stops and an alien pops out of your stomach. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. You know, places like that. Like Hitchhiker's Guide kind of shit, too. And (laughs) I just had this vision of some guy looking out his uh, porthole window and drawing a penis on the wall of some, like, space restaurant as he watches the sun swallow the earth. (laughs) That's how it is, you know. (laughs) This is from Yahoo Entertainment Yahoo Millions of tons of a strange new chemical Were discovered in Earth's atmosphere We're still discovering shit in the atmosphere Wow That's crazy See what I mean? Science They've discovered that an ultra-reactive chemical In Earth's atmosphere Lasts much longer than we previously believed In fact They believe that millions of tons of the chemical Could linger in the atmosphere for several hours What is the chemical, you say? I want coffee Mm. Uh, Needed that The chemicals in question are Hydro Whoa Hydrotrioxides Come on Billy get your shit together man At least sound somewhat fucking intelligent today Hydrotrioxides The chemical is made up of a hydrogen atom And three oxygen atoms Perhaps the most concerning thing about how long These ultra reactive chemicals last in the earth's atmosphere Is that the implications They have for human health and the earth's climate Hydrotrioxides are previously believed to only linger for a very short time. Now, though, a new study suggests they could linger in the Earth's atmosphere for at least 20 minutes, maybe longer. And because it's a product of common chemical reactions, new amounts of the chemical are being generated almost constantly. Okay, cool. That's great. Uh, Neat article. I am bored to fucking tears. (laughs) (sighs) The article says that a new chemical was discovered in the Earth's upper atmosphere. Did it not say that? Here, I'll read the heading again. I'll read it again. Millions of tons of a strange new chemical were discovered in Earth's atmosphere. That's fucking clickbait bullshit. Yahoo, that's messed up. Because you read the article and it's clear that they knew that this chemical was in the atmosphere. They just didn't know. What was it that they had actually fucking discovered when that you read the article? Um, how long it lasts in the atmosphere. We already knew it was there. Cool, thanks Yahoo. You wasted my time. Fucking clickbait shit. You owe me time, Yahoo. You owe me time. This is from The Daily Beast. Blake Masters blames gun violence on black people. Really? (laughs) Okay. So you haven't heard of Randy Stair, Eric and Dylan, you know, uh, Eric Harris, Dylan Klebold, huh? You haven't heard of uh, Eddie Kemper, Randy Kraft, Well, what about these people? (laughs) You know what I mean? You haven't heard of these guys, huh? Have you? Okay. Arizona Senate candidate has a unique theory, I'll say, about why there's gun violence problem in the U.S. Tech investor Arizona Republican Senate hopeful Blake Masters acknowledges that the U.S. has a gun violence problem. No shit, Sherlock. But he also has a theory about why there's a problem. It's black people, frankly. Wow. Okay. If you, uh, well, you sure picked a hell of a way to end your career. Masters boiled the issue down in an April 11 interview on in the Jeff Orvev show podcast, telling the host that we do have a gun problem violence in this country. It's gang violence. No, it's not just gangs dipshit. A lot of people. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. I can't believe I'm even arguing this. How many privileged, young, white kids whose mommy and daddy didn't love them enough And they didn't get their new fucking PlayStation. Ended up shooting up a fucking mall or a school. How many of them? No, that's not just gangs here, dickhead. Gun violence is violence. How do you explain Adam Lanza? He wasn't in a fucking gang. What does this dipshit think that Adam Lanza was a fucking crip? (laughs) Or something, you know what I mean? That he was flashing gang signs as he was shooting up in elementary school? You fucking moron. It's unclear why Masters, who has pushed the baseless Great Replacement conspiracy theory narrative Which is stupid Felt compelled to single out black people I think uh, Could it be that he's just a racist asshole? Maybe? I don't know Moments earlier in the interview during a discussion about the Justice Kachani Brown-Jackson's confirmation hearings Masters told Orvets I can't say this fucker's name Orvets Orvets, That mm, His name sounds Jewish, which is even funnier to me Orvets should have jumped his ass for saying this Most Americans just, you know, just want to stop obsessing about race all the time. You're fucking adding to it, you dumb shit. The left's biggest tool in their toolkit is just to divide people on the basis of race, and that's really messed up. Isn't that exactly what he just fucking did? Who is this asshole, and who fucking even gave this douchebag a microphone? Okay. Well, your career's over. Um, If I ever see you in the unemployment office, man, I'm going to fucking beat your ass with that stupid little tie. What a what a fucking asshole. Gun violence is caused by black people. Uh no, no, no it's not. Because uh, there were white people that shot up shit. Yeah. I I <laughs> maybe to a racist asshole like you, you probably found some other way to overlook it or you only read the bad things about black people, right? I can't believe this. I can't fucking believe this. Why is racism still a fucking thing? Like why does it still exist? Why? Treating people like shit and making up crap like this just because they're... uh, This this is stupid to me. Fucking crazy. Now, we have a few uh, articles I'm going to blast through real quick because there's one... Now, you know what? This one I wanted to get to, okay? Because I saw something on Facebook and I looked it up to make sure it wasn't clickbait itself, to make sure it was true. The Japanese... uh, This isn't what the article is, but this kind of lead up into it. The Japanese porn industry is apparently low on actors. <laughs> so I'm telling myself, well, konnichiwa. Do I have a proposition for you? <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to visit Japan anyway. Now I have another reason. More Asian women are having sex with white men than Asian men, study concludes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hell for what is on my mind. And a study on interracial relationships... I don't care. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> As, I've dated Asian girls before. I've dated Black girls before. They're all. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own ways of doing things. In their own culture, you know. But uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, especially good news for the Weeb's out there. And I think uh, <laughs> all of us have a little bit of Weeb in us. I think uh, I really do. Uh, all of us secretly, yeah. I, I, <laughs> All of us secretly have a thing for Asian women. I don't give a shit what you say. You're a male, you have a thing for Asian women. That's just how it is. The Asians are some of the oldest people on the planet. I think they're just visually, they're women. Their women are just visually stunning looking people, they're gorgeous. Uh, Asian women. Everybody fucking loves Asian women. And uh, apparently, Asian women like us. So this is great. This is a match made in heaven. I am all for it. See? This is why it's not good to be racist. Because you're missing out on some fun, boy. Given that that white male-Asian-female relationship is most popular, fastest growing interracial coupling in the world. Fuck yeah. This is awesome. Oh, man. Maybe when Cassie dies, I'll go after one of these. The number of Asian women who cohabit with white men in the current year is likely to be much (laughs) higher. Don't be mad at me. I, I've said this to Cassie's face before. <laughs> One time I was fucking around and I, uh, we were arguing that I didn't have any, you know my mojo left. Right? I was like, oh, do I still got it? Do I still got? it? She's like, I, don't, I think you still got. it. And I was like, I, uh, I don't know, man. So we, you know, decided a little experiment, see if I can you know nab a phone number in under a certain amount of minutes. I succeeded, and I was like, well, okay, I guess I still do have you know level of mojo. And she's like, how'd you get it? And I said, hey. Uh, I just I just told her straight up. I was like, "Hey, I think you're I I think you're really cute. Um, you seem like a cool person. And this is all you got to say anyway. You know, I think you're really cute. I think if you think you seem like a cool person, I'd like to take you out sometime, get to know you. And uh, could I get your phone number? And she gave it to me. And I said, "Hey, so uh, when my girlfriend dies, I will totally call you." And she fucking <laughs> gave me the meanest look, completely disgusted, and walked away. Guess <laughs> he goes, "You're a fucking pig." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and what I say on the show uh, is not anything that I would say in her presence. But um, <laughs> if she goes before me, um, yeah, I got to test this theory out. This makes me happy. I just <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, of all the times that no disclosure has almost gotten the ax, whenever I sit here and do one and I say whatever the fuck I want to say, and not worry about people being butt hurt or, you know, anything like that. Uh, I just, I, I I think to myself, why was that ever a thing? Why did that ever even enter my fucking head? <laughs> you know, uh, man, I just I just love this, you know, saying whatever the fuck I want to say. Makes me happy. Makes me happy in my pants. It really does. I just don't give a fuck anymore. And, you know, I think you guys can, uh, <laughs> I think you guys can appreciate that. I think it's made the show a lot funnier. Uh, if Cass listens to this one, I'm going to be in deep shit regardless. I will get in trouble. So anyway, that's it for this week. And remember to go on asylum 17com <laughs> And I can't hold it in either because I am the worst liar on the planet. I mean, I suck at it. I probably was good at it at one point, but when it comes to Cassie, I cannot fucking lie. I just suck at it. I can't do it. And I'm, I'm going to tell her. As soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to go right out there and tell her the joke that I made. And she's going to kick my ass. I might even be sleeping on the couch. But, you know, that's just how I am. But <laughs> I am uh, honesty is always the way to go. Because if she hears it, she's not going to be fucking horrified. <laughs> go on asylum817.com. That's asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All of the social media links are there, as well as the link to get to our Patreon page where you can get everything from outtakes, entire bonus episodes, early access to shows before I unleash them on the world as well as free merch and other goodies at certain tiers. Speaking of Patreon, shout out to the patrons, the Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald, David. You guys keep this thing going. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, okay? Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Uh, I wonder if Cassie wouldn't object to, uh, you know, me taking, like, us taking a little vacation to Japan. Just a little vacation. Maybe South Korea. Oh, those South Korea girls. God, oh, no, damn. But Japan in particular, because they're having the, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, there might be some job placement for me over there. You never know. You never know. Hey, if they pay well enough, we're going to Asia, baby. Bye-bye, Kentucky. <laughs> I got a job. You know the here? No, no smoking gun. Fellow human beings, fellow podcast listeners, fellow just anybody, lend me your orifices. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I, I got plenty of that at home. I want to let you know that I am selling ad space on the show. You hear my voice right now? Do you hear that? This could be you, or this could be me talking about you. Yeah, check out in the description. From this podcast going forward, I'm selling ad space on the show. You want to talk about your brand? huh? You want to talk about your YouTube channel, your Etsy page? Do you make handmade glass dildos in your basement? Right here, you can advertise on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link in the description below. It's going to be attached to every episode going forward. This could be you. So instead of just listening to me all the time, or if you want to hear about yourself, because everybody likes that, then uh, check me out on Fiverr. Little as five bucks. Then, uh, you know, you could make a script on the show. We'll advertise your brand. Or whatever, this is it. You know, advertise on podcast, man. This is the way to go. I'm here to take down fucking radio, okay? I'm here to slay it. Why don't you be a part of that? But I get it. You run a small business, you know, it, it, the, the things are expensive. It's expensive, manufacture, expensive, buy. You got to pay the bills. And I know you're doing more than just blowing glass down there. So put an ad on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link below. Advertise yourself. Be fancy with me, and let's create something awesome together. Back to the program, baby.